Live from the Liar's Lair. It's the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. I'm tiptoeing through the fields to steal the virginity of a fairy. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hashtag hate crime, apparently. Good gracious. Starting it off right. And Shane's back in his lane, everybody. (laughs) God. Anyway, uh, welcome. We're happy to have you here. This is going to be an interesting uh, topic for all of us. Talking about cock? Cock and, yeah, you know, cock and stuff. Uh, plumber's cock, I believe, is what we were referring to. If you need to get that puttied up in your butt, uh, it's oh, what like John's going to use on the fairies, apparently. It's fairy. There's one fairy. No, no, no. There's multiple fairies. I've seen Pan's Labyrinth. Don't you, lie to me. You gotta believe. If you can get one, you can get Click them all. your heels and count to fuck. Do you, <laughs> do you believe in life after shove? Uh, now, before we get drilled down on anything further, <laughs> Michael, what's the topic this week? Uh, well, we're actually going to be talking about fairies. Okay. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Are you son of a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) We all agree that Tinkerbell is kind of like low-key hot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Particularly Julia Roberts' Tinkerbell. Oh, from Hook? Oh, yeah. Oh, done. Yeah. Done. Without question. Uh, I mean, second hole to the right and straight on till morning. (laughs) That would be what I'm saying. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, That's actually kind of funny. So before we start anything, this is completely an aside. Before I started research on the actual topic, um, I came across there is a flat earth dating website. Just saying, just putting it out there. And you came across it. He came all across it. And through it. Are you dating any flat earthers now or? Thankfully not. Well, Uh, you should have tried some of those pickup lines that we used on the last show and then you would have gotten somewhere. As in I approach them and I start breathing and I say hello. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's fair. It's a good approach. You say that we're talking about flat earth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Saddle up, motherfuckers, because this is about to get interesting. So, I can't uh, do this on my own. Uh, so, aside from the topic, I do have to say, we have a bit of follow-up. We have some house cleaning we need to do here, Michael, so you better get wide-eyed. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Rude uh, eyes, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> French fries, motherfucker. Top pies. Uh Tell us the story that you've researched now about the pugilistic panda in your bathroom. Oh, yes. So, it actually is... It's... Okay, alright, alright. I got I got the set, set the scene here. So, it was a painter. Um, I can't remember his name. Sorry. In the 50s, right after the invention of LSD, he was one of the first people to take it. All okay. Right. So he was experimenting, kind of like the elephants on acid okay. thing. Okay, I was going to say, um, did elephants he, paint that? No, not elephants. No, 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 did no, no. Did God no. paint they're, it? They're not as good. Did God um, paint you? But he was trying to emulate kind of like a Van Gogh style. So he was trying LSD, and he couldn't get a good enough painting. So after enough failures, he actually tried, I think it was PCP. And after he tore off, like, both of his ears and part of his nose, because PCP is metal as fuck, mm. um... He painted that with almost like, I would say, the blood. I think it was originally from the nose or something like it's that. It's all he white, uses... though. It, it, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did, so I think um, that's what it was. Did he use homeopathy on it? 
that's actually how it got white. He okay. just diluted the blood enough yeah. time. So and it, the water it was, remembered. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Well, that's exciting because I was curious. And uh, the gentleman's name was uh, T.R. Cuck and Stuff. Ah, that's what yes. it was. Yep, yep. Just oh, so yeah. you know, yeah, I, it's yeah. written on the painting. So. <sighs> It literally is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the, you know, bloody, like, uh, Prince of Thieves reference there, because that <laughs> made me very happy. To go paint you. <laughs> uh, still convinced we're the only two people in Arizona that have seen that movie. I think we're probably two of the few people in this country that saw that movie and remembered it well enough to quote it to the extent oh, that Michael, I can be. Uh, Prince so of this Thieves is, a is a Kevin Costner vehicle, uh, and it's their take on Robin Hood. Wait. It's a vehicle? Yes. Like a car? Um, yeah. It's trying to, con- you know, propel him into the hearts and minds of the American public vehicle. You it mean floats. the hearts and minds of children? Yes. He touches them yeah. with his arrows of death. That's, yeah, that was uh-huh. the, the reference. I just it was enjoy- Kevin Costner, right? It's always Kevin yes. Costner. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Curse of Moors and Saracens. Right? If it weren't for their ungodly ways, then we wouldn't have sent Master Robin off to war. <laughs> what manner of name is Azim? Irish? Kurdish? Moorish. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes ever. Is there no sun in this cursed country? Anywho. We could Speaking do this of all the day. country, how flat is it? The flattest. How flat do you want it? <laughs> like an eleven-year-old girl. If you order from Subway, wow! do they? Only... <laughs> You're the one that touched Shots that. Factor. Shane's Lane. Mm. You can't take Shane's I cut Lane him off. You totally cut me off. Man. I I can't have any more drinks. Spun out of control. Um, <laughs> if they go to Subway, do they only order things on flatbread? <laughs> no, they can get rised bread. That's fine. Oh, as long as it well, goes they don't up. live by that lifestyle. They what should. Do you think they... They, they, everything is flat. Like it they, they slash their tires before they drive off to work. Or tires mean, are flat. <sighs> their intellect is flat. Well, you know, their brain is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like gum that's been rolled over by a tire on hot asphalt. By the way, the Apache Tracker, and by that I mean the white guy who wears the comically inappropriate Indian headdress and claims that he can read tracks on asphalt. <laughs> Someone's been listening tonight. I have. Go. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I Moving was on. Say, I, uh, is that a reference? Because I sure don't. He get claimed it. after hearing what sounded like a human soul being torn apart by black <laughs> magic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that show's so good. Anywho, please continue okay. along. I won't do our another podcast on our podcast. This Anymore. super meta. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, you, that's uh, setting a, like a two record because yes. you referenced a different podcast last time so. i did i'm all yeah, over it yeah. uh, hashtag that will, that will make noise if you were to open it so is it pandora's box is ayn rand in it no it's just oh a it's just nerd stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was did you i wasn't bunch telling of, you like, not to open it i was saying it was it gonna was, make noise if it, you're it's trying a to coffin it. with eight-sided die in it not but just on the eight-sided on it's the my top, D&D it looks like a dicing. dragon sucking its own dick it's a drag queen it's called <laughs> <laughs> Fairy! <laughs> so I'm That's gonna go. Actually, kind of funny but because I believe the opening song was called Ouroboros, and that is a snake it's that supposed is to be an Ouroboros. Off, yeah. Or yeah. I guess eating its own ass. You know, it, it, if I could like, eat it's my 29th, I would have done it yesterday. <laughs> you did. 
I tried. Eat that booty. Does it count if you dip your finger and then put it to your tongue? I mean, well, it, not... if it doesn't, half my relationships have just been invalidated. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been our longest intro that's gone nowhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we have two hours of Flat Earth to discuss, so this is going to yeah, be really fair. fun. Well, so thankfully, I took that and divided it into probably a trilogy, like I said before. So this one will be Flat Earth 1, uh, The Phantom Menace, because Man I'm just going to rip those. Man ass. Sorry, yes, I don't want to get copyrighted. The Phantom Man ass. Um, also, I should state, for all of you Dark Souls aficionados out there, the Tritonite of your trilogy there, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, oh yeah. We all play Dark Look Souls in this lore. house. We do, we do. We do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's All hail it. the Crimson King. And praise Ooh. the sun. Pra- I would knock over things, but I was going to, yeah. <laughs> praise, praise it. it. Praise the sun. Praise okay. it. So, uh, Take just me away. covering, like... I, I realized after I said it that I didn't actually give the website. So the Flat Earth Dating website is actually flatearthsingles.com. If only they sponsored us, but no, I didn't reach out. They'll sponsor us next week, I think. Hopefully. Maybe. Um, the main description for that, for their website, is as someone with non-mainstream beliefs, finding a meaningful relationship match can be difficult. And that's why they created Flat Earth. Understandably so. I had someone flat out tell me that the reason that I don't believe in the flat earth is because I won't open my mind. So it's people on that site, they've all opened their minds far enough? Mm -hmm. Is that what I'm... They're all subscribers to Gaia. And uh, a new Tool album just came out, so we're prying open our third eye. Uh, Yeah. It's all good. That's good stuff. So So let's get into this fuck trash so I will actually so going with what you Coming usually in hot. do So going with what you usually do for multiple tabs, I will say that the three wiki pages that I will be using or referencing to is the uh, a man named Samuel Robotham. It's British, so you do and you'll clean it yeah. up. <laughs> you have to say it that way every time. Robotham I want a hot buttered noodle in a bread bowl. Watch a Samuel Robotham. <laughs> um, the Bedford Level Experiment and Modern Flat Earth Societies will be the references that I'm using. Nice. And we will also be putting links in the show descriptions for you to get to some of this stuff as well. So we can help you out, particularly with some of the more convoluted or involved URLs. So. Mm-hmm. Like Flat Earth Single? No. Um, I won't be including a link for that. <laughs> They're you not can very involved for. at all. That's going to be the ad floating across our YouTube video right now. For those that are- I wish... <laughs> Well, when I looked into the website, the first time when it was, like, about us or something like that, I clicked it, it automatically redirected me to a hentai website, so I would recommend not using that website. And did you promptly come in your pants, like, six times? Well, after the fact, yes, but it was, because I wasn't expecting it. It was, like, the Spanish Inquisition. I never um, expect to come. That's the spirit? <laughs> that's why you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, I... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the first thing we'll be starting with is uh, how the modern flat earth belief began. And it began with an English writer, read writer, not scientist, uh, Samuel Robotham. <laughs> he conducted an experiment in 1838 to measure the curvature of the earth. Uh, he It was called the Bedford Level Experiment. He stuck his dick in the ground and wriggled it around in a gopher hoe until something yes, fit it. it is indeed flat. 
<laughs> I could just, feel the flatness. It was flaccid. Uh, anyway, um, so the the Bedford level experiment is a series of uh, observations that were carried them out. Carried out. I'm already starting the seizures uh, in okay. my brain. Cool. Did he put a level on the Earth? Is this what the Bedford level experiment is? Close. Okay. Close. I'm in. So it is uh, a series. It was a series of observations carried out along a six mile length of the old Bedford River in the UK. I love six mile. Okay. It is a straight. Sh- it is a straight mile. shot. From the beginning to the end of the length. So there's no curving. There's nothing blocking the way you can see straight from okay. there to there. Well, right? we are. this is the first time we got a straight shot on this show. I'll guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. So the curvature of the Earth can actually be seen from this length. Surprising. I honestly didn't believe it originally. Really? But it, what was yes. the length again? Yeah. Uh, six, six miles. miles. Yeah. So um, what was uh, I'm going to call uh, bullshit right there. No. Really? As far yeah, you can I, it's see only in like six miles. Yeah, yeah. So you can earth. see, yeah, it's not like it's dropping off or anything like right. that. But you can, the, if you were to set like, or is uh, it? if you were to set something like t- a ten foot pole or something like that, if you were to measure it without something that we'll get to in a moment, uh, part of it will disappear. Okay, right. So you don't need that long of a distance for it to start going. Be- I'm impressed. Yeah, Tell that yeah. to my wife. Maybe, but. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so Robotham, Robotham, Roll Pussy. Um, um, <laughs> oh, that was a nice peek there. Is that Roll Pussy? Roll Pussy. Roll Tide. Damn it! Damn it! Okay, um, Robotham. Wait. We're never getting through this show, kids. I'm sorry. He waded into the water. Okay, and watched a boat row away from him using a telescope held just above the water. So, he was waiting in the water, okay? Waiting had in the a water. telescope in his eye or something and he looked as a boat, kind of like what you like watching a boat disappear over yeah, the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Watching your parents Absolutely. leave you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, they went. they've already gone. So, um, damn it. I'm not I'm not on it. Okay. He claimed to see the top of the mast even 6 miles away, even though according to the calculations it be, should be some 11 feet below his line of sight. Okay. So he repeated these experiments uh, several times over the years, uh, but his claims received little attention because most people are like, okay, why, why, why are you saying this? Doesn't also, matter. Also, your name is Robotham. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this was like the 1800s, so you're thinking like uh, industrial, like capitalist with the giant walrus mustache. Waffling and all that stuff. His claims received little attention until 1870 when a supporter by the name of John Hampton... So, still English. Uh, offered a wager. He did. Okay, that he could show by repeat right, by repeating Robotham's experiment that the Earth was flat. Many Robothams died so Robotham to bring us these didn't plants. Think that the Earth was flat? No, Despite, he did. Oh, he did. Okay, he did. Yeah. Sorry, he just, that, that context made it seem like the other oh, guy was like, "Oh, well, no, I can prove it is. Trust me. Trust me." He said that the Earth was flat based on his calculations, but no one gave a shit. Well, yeah. good. No it was only when wonder. money was uh, offered. So this John Hampton offered a wager that he could show by repeating Robotham's experiment that the Earth was actually flat. Uh, the noted naturalist and qualified surveyor, so someone that actually does that for a living, Alfred Russell Wallace accepted the wager. Okay, Wallace, by virtue of his surveyor training and his knowledge of physics, uh, avoided the errors of the preceding experiments and won the bet. 
the crucial steps were to set a water a sight line, sorry, 13 feet above the water. So instead of looking at just the water or just above the water, setting like higher than like much higher than the water, uh, which reduces the effects of atmospheric refraction, which is important. I'll explain that in a moment. You're going to explain what that is? Yes, yes, yeah. And then also adding a pole in the middle that could be used to see the bump that was caused by the curvature of the Earth between the two endpoints. So we pretty much tried to break it down instead of saying, like, it looks like the boat isn't disappearing over the horizon, and instead making it more scientific. Can we also just point out that at some point, this is where transportation was limited to the extent that they didn't feel you could just, hey, let's all pack up and see if we can fall off the edge of the <laughs> fucking flat earth right. if we believe this is a thing where well, we I, can travel and see things from space, etc. Oh, eventually I will cover that. These are lies, but I, yeah, I'm sorry. Just, yeah, yeah. Well, because we uh, know the earth is actually the earth is hollow. Which, and uh, flat. And yes. the moon is it's also It's a hollow, hollow, flat, flat Earth. It's, it's, flat it's, it's curvature is somehow negative, but also zero. It's 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 pretty trippy. Lovecraft would be like just creaming his pants. Yeah, yeah. Really, it's like really, a girl that John dated yeah. one time. Just so flat and hollow. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say it was Lovecraft. That's, Lovecraftian. She had tentacles. I didn't all of them. You didn't yep. understand. <laughs> she just lost your mind trying to deal with her. Anyway, so let me explain atmospheric refraction. So you know how we keep calling CO2 and similar things greenhouse gases, right? Mm, sure. So, well, climate change, which I might eventually What's cover that? eventually. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, uh, John's a Republican. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> not. <laughs> Oof. Um, so anyway, they, they're called greenhouse gases because they reflect, ref, they reflect, they reflect. <laughs> Radiation from the sun and Robotham. Robotham. They reflect radiation from the sun, which we also know as light, right? Well, they also reflect light from the surface of the Earth at a slight angle, which is why Robotham was able to see something that he wasn't supposed to. Okay. Sound reasonable enough? Sure. So instead of you seeing straight, it actually, the light kind of bounces off the atmosphere. So like, you know, the same thing. It's something to do with cones and rods. Glass and tubes. Yeah, so it bounces off the edge of the atmosphere. I can smell and comes really back, far. You know, like that. Like how the, those little uh, infographic things that shows like the light bouncing yeah, up I, and down. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that curve kind of like shows that it's, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, sweet. In the same way that someone coming over the horizon walking towards you will have that shimmer effect at points and things. No, that's, that's what I had in my head. Oh, yeah. actually, yes. That is atmospheric refraction. That's how you see mirages. And um, like we're that. both okay. geniuses, so yeah. we need yeah, that. Yeah, so good on you. Yeah, yeah You're yeah. welcome. I wanted to try to find something that equated that in a way that made sense to me, and I, yeah, I tried to come uh, close. That's why it looks like there's water, and yeah, yeah. Okay, despite Hampton initially refusing to accept the demonstration, so he was pretty much saying fake news, um, Wallace was awarded the bet by a referee, an editor for a sports magazine. I wanted to include that because I thought that was legitimate yeah, yeah i thought it was interesting that the referee was an editor for a sports magazine is that bullshit um, no okay and also uh you know with a flat earth every game of horseshoes would be rigged <laughs> but uh, sorry yeah um so hampton subs- uh, subsequently published a pamphlet uh alleging that wallace had cheated and then sued for his money back several protracted court cases ensued with the result that hampton was uh, imprisoned for threatening to kill Wallace. Oh. 
and for libel. So, so he's libel a good is, loser. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Libel Go is ahead. something that's Shane's more... Shane's been biting his tongue so hard I nearly put a wallet in there. <laughs> Subsequently. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Everyone else, is, everyone else is screaming too. All right. All right. Just uh, uh, anyway. I don't know why I put big words in here. I should be reading It's okay. You're subsequious. Level. It's fine. <sighs> Anyway, so just in case the readers at home don't know what libel means, because I wanted to define it, because that's not really something so, uh, that we encounter. One girl likes another girl. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> libel is a false statement that harms reputation of someone. That's not really something that you see in the United States, but yeah. it's a big deal in uh, like the UK. Oh, you see the, uh, it in the United States. Well, I mean, Gawker suing, you know, Hulk Hogan oh, suing Actually, Gawker okay, yeah, for libelous yeah, that's claims. A fair point. Yeah, and in so. books two, uh, Girl to Dragon Tattoo, a big part of the beginning and the end of that book is the journalist committed libel and it mm-hmm. takes place in Sweden and they take it very, very seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the only context I have for it. Well done. I need to reread that book. Fuck. They're very good. Steve Larson's brilliant just, and just dead. The, just the so. Trinity. The Trinity. The trilogy. The Trinity. God damn it. The, the Tritonton. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so the same court had ruled that the wager had been invalid because Hampton retracted the bet and required that Wallace return the money to Hampton. I feel like I need to be like a third-year law student in order to follow, you know, just this part of the the topic. Essentially, what happened was he made the bet, he lost the bet, he sued for the money back, apparently at some point retracted the bet, threatened to kill the guy— uh, and then talk shit about him. And then someone came in and said, this is all invalid. You didn't do the bet appropriately. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then Wallace all had to All over their flat earth dick, yeah. com- like, pissing contest? Dick es- pissing contest? That's what it's called, right? A dick pissing contest? A dick pissing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't piss out your mouth. <laughs> the funny part was... Watch me. Wallace, or, or uh, Hampton wasn't the, the only episode. person that kind of got in trouble. Uh, Wallace, who had been unaware of Robotham's early experiments... Who? Robotham. <laughs> Uh, was also criticized by his peers for his injudicious fuck. Injudicious? Uh, well, we are all way too slappy, and we've got another episode to record. Yeah, his, his involvement in a bet to decide the most fundamental and establish the scientific facts. So essentially, he got called out by taking up on this offer to try and prove something that people know is already th- like I mean, like feeding the trolls. It's the got same it. thing as like saying I'm gonna you know place a bet to invalidate gravity. <laughs> it's like good luck. How are you going to do that? Watch, I throw this ball, it goes up. It's like yes, it comes back down though. No, but it went up. <laughs> Obviously, no gravity. If there was gravity, it wouldn't be able to leave the. It would just float. There. You cheated. You pushed the ball up in the first place. Invalid bet. Yes, I take and, my money back. And then scientific principles of objects in motion will stay in motion unless, you know, impacted by another and force. Right. Yeah. Uh, look at you, citing some physics, uh, throwing some physics novels. Hey, listen, right I now. slept through a good number of college courses, I will have you know. Well, the reason well, he, he was able... Nothing, then. <laughs> the reason he was able to pull those facts out is because of a little phenomenon called quantum microphones um are you calling me do fat? tell <laughs> excuse me uh do tell i know how much you like pseudoscience and when things get sciency when they're explained to throw the word quantum in there a bunch no see the reason that i remembered is i drank a bunch of water in the past couple of days and it managed to help bring those courses back ah. to me the water remembers <laughs> damn it <laughs> ah you got me got me yeah well so um, I'm going to mention a little side because I still don't know if you're going to do this, uh, later as a different topic. Mm-hmm. So on July, so this was all back in the seventies, right? Okay. So later on 
uh, on July 25th, 1896, Ulysses Grant Morrow, a newspaper editor, not a scientist, conducted a similar experiment on the old Illinois drainage canal. And I'm happy that I pronounced it correctly. Well Illinois, done. right? Not can Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois. Um, the old Illinois drainage canal in the town of Summit in Illinois. Okay. Unlike Robotham, he was seeking to demonstrate that the surface of the earth was curved. Right? When real he, earth has curves. When, when he too found his target marker 18 inches above the water and five miles distant was clearly visible, what he did in his experiment, he concluded that the surface of the earth was concavely curved in line with the expectations of his sponsors, some I see where commune going. society. You're like, honestly, to... he was sponsored by a communal utopia. Um, so his findings were dismissed by critics as a result of atmospheric refraction again. So, so you're getting at concave earth and hollow a... earth yes. theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I have researched hollow moon quite extensively so i'm very privy to these conspiracy theories yes you're, you're very well versed i am even sans spent, tabs uh, what the last episode is what 30 minutes i've spent at least 35 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's more than us so so let me mention some <clears throat> other stupid things that robotham robotham did um, that was literally the title of the next session. Thank you for yeah. sticking to it. Can I also just say that it makes me feel like you're Admiral Akbar every time you <laughs> <I> say that. <laughs> um, Many Robothams died <laughs> bring you to bring us these plans. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Robotham took his observations and in 1849, so before the wager and everything, Got he it. published his work as a 16-page pamphlet under the pseudonym Parallax, so he didn't publish it under his real name. Parallax? Ooh. Yes, which is interesting because that's another form of measuring distance for, like, planets and stuff like that. There is a character called Parallax, there, yes. I'm trying to remember it's, where it's from. Uh, Green yeah. Lantern. Yeah. Yes. Which makes sense because it's a space thing, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, also, then. between the Buried and Me, they have a con- there are two con- or two parts of a concept album that's called Parallax. We are absolute pop culture aficionados here, as well, you can tell. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm just silent culture. for much of it. Uh, oh, there's another reference. I don't know. That's why we only eat pop chips. Mm, those are pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so he published that 16-page pamphlet. In 1865, he expanded it into a book called, I'm going to butcher this, Zetetic? Z-E-T-E-T-I-C. Yeah, Zetetic. I got it right? Yeah, for once. Astronomy. So, Zetetic Astronomy, Earth, Not a Globe. A version of that book, later published in 1881, was 430 pages. Wow. Yes. So, his method, which he called Zetetic Astronomy... No. <laughs> Close. It was the a precursor to zetetic it. Astronomy. It's as credible as the mystery method. <laughs> yes. Models the Earth as an enclosed plane centered at the North Pole and bounded along its perimeter by a wall of ice, with the sun, moon, planets, and stars magnitudes closer to the surface of the Earth. So I think it was uh, thousands of miles above the Earth as opposed to whatever it is now, right? Um, so to define zetetic, uh, it's kind of defined by proceeding by inquiry, kind of like a skeptic. So it's like skeptical astronomy, okay? Um, 
there was a, I wanted to note this on the Wikipedia page, there was a footnote where, for clarification needed, um, placed as of March 2019, so March of this year, next to the term enclosed plane, saying that the term may need clarification or removal of jargon, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. I, I think enclosed plane <laughs> makes sense to me, uh, but that's So essentially me. he's saying that it is flat. And that we are surrounded by an ice wall like in fucking Game of Thrones? Yes. No, I think what he's saying is that it has uh, both, you know, uh, wings and a tail section and a front section and that you can fly it anywhere. Can you raise me up on eagle's wings? For an enclosed plane. It, it will take you anywhere. And you get free peanuts. <laughs> so, the Bedford Level experiment convinced him of the flatness of the Earth. And so he began to lecture on the topic, okay? He took a little time to learn uh, his trade. Uh, one particular story that I didn't read too much into, but at one point he ran away from a lecture in a place called Blackburn when he couldn't explain why the hulls of ships disappeared before their mass when sailing out to sea. So how he many, literally ran out of a lecture. How many tabs did he have open? <laughs> uh, not enough, apparently. <laughs> um, however, he pers he persisted. And he filled halls by by chain uh, uh, pretty much by charging a sixpence a lecture. So he, I think it was a cheap amount of money. Okay. So he charged like a little bit, so people filled up the lectures and everything. It was probably um, like a circus sideshow where he's like, "Spend sixpence to come see me talk out of my ass," kind of, and then Actually, run. Yeah, that's a good point because as he like per he perfected his arguing his uh quick wittedness and his debating skills were honed such that he could counter any argument with ingenuity wit and consummate skill much like any fan of cardi b just thinks that an argument is won by speaking the loudest yeah 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 i often find that i like people's volume it's kind of like a buoy system so the louder you get the more the intellect has to dive down yeah. in order to support so it's kind of you know just one of those like a seesaw thing is the louder yeah. i get the less intelligent i am that's why i'm so loud and how mm. so when finally he so he was finally pinned down to a challenge in plymouth in England, not New England, uh, in 1864 by allegations that he wouldn't agree to a test. So that's how they got him to, you know, do this. He appeared at a place called Plymouth Ho, which is Plymouth what it's Ho. called. It's a large, south-facing, open public, like, sort of arena of some sorts. Posse. Um, yes. Uh, at the appointed One time, percent. he was uh, witnessed by Richard A. Proctor, the d developer of Proctor, no, um, Proctor a exam. writer on astronomy, so read an expert um and proceeded to the beach so they pretty much the whole idea was they were looking they wanted to look through a telescope look at a light uh lighthouse that was about some 14 miles out to sea and you know how much could they see it right so um his opponents had claimed that only the lantern of the lighthouse some 14 miles out to sea would be visible so uh they were correct which is true because that's what they, yeah. And Robotham became convinced that the Robotham. earth was indeed round and spent the rest of his life fighting the movement he had started. Wow. Okay. Can I take a turn? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to, I like, you're waiting to see us be like bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see it in I, your I, eyes. I, I wanted to take the hope out of you guys. Yeah, it was bullshit. No, he, in fact, only half the lantern was visible. So their numbers were all off. However, Robotham still claimed that his opponents were wrong. And because he saw the, and because he said, he claimed he saw the whole lighthouse, it proved the earth was indeed flat. 
So even though he saw what he saw, he still argued that he saw the whole thing. Um, hey, I can't see the lighthouse. Robotham and his opponent and his supporters kept repeating that he was correct, that many of the people, the, many of the Plymouth people left that debate, I guess, uh, agreeing that some of the most important conclusions of modern astronomy had been seriously invalidated. So they just kept saying, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, we're wrong. And people were convinced by it. And I actually had to set aside and write, I see a lot of connections between this and like YouTubers of similar education. So mass hysteria, uh, dogs and cats living together, uh, yeah, it, it exists. This and is the thing. Palinic, it's only possible with an audience. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I wrote a uh, kind of YouTube video title, Conservative Destroys College <laughs> SAW Snowflake, like that similar uh, <sighs> thing. Uh, okay, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Anyone who listened to a political debate in the last couple weeks here, I'm sure you can also sympathize in having seen yeah. several of these things in action. Okay. He also did a bunch of other things. He married a 16-year-old daughter of his laundress. I don't know what the hell no, that means, he but he married a 16-year-old. No, he didn't. Uh, you're, you're lying. No, he did. Oh, no, he totally uh, did. He also patented a number of inventions, one of which was a life-preserving cylindrical railway carriage. That's all I'll say. So an iron lung on wheels? So blame the model. Okay. Yes. So... After his death, a Lady Elizabeth Blount founded the Universal Synthetic Society, which attracted thousands of followers, published a magazine called The Earth Not a Globe Review, and it remained active well into the early part of the 20th century. After World War I, the movement underwent a slow decline, but it was revived in... You mean as more information became readily available? Yes. Until <laughs> that was very anticlimactic. Sorry, go ahead. It was revived in '56 under the name the Flatter Society. I mean, um, the the world is not a globe. Review is a little unwieldy as far yeah, as is the that title. Real? Yes, I mean they they just didn't have a sense of panache. You did have well because Robotham's uh, original pamphlet and later book was it's called the that world Zetetic. is not a globe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did pick a topic where it's really difficult to to pick up anything. Well, I bullshit. I gave you one, and there's another lie back in there. Okay, good. Uh, I'll 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 explain it because I. Which tab? Yes. Anyway, so put a tab in that flatter society. I'll probably come back to that in like okay. part three. Okay. Um. So let's They're see. Okay. The, Hellfire Club, the right? last thing I'll say is kind of more of a teaser for part two. Attack uh, of the Proofs is what I'm calling it. Well done, um, the posse. So yes. So in the United States, R Robotham's ideas were taken up by the Christian Catholic Apollistic Church and promoted widely on their radio station. His work in the United States was continued by William Carpenter, who was a painter, not a carpenter, a painter. But Reed, not a Scientist. Now, um, but do raining days and Mondays always bring him down? Maybe. Okay. I don't understand the reference. The Carpenters. Who's that? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so he, he was originally from England. Uh, he emigrated to Baltimore and published a book called A Hundred Proofs the Earth is Not a Globe in 1885. That will be part two. Like I said, Attack of the Proofs. I will go through... Those proofs, and if I'm still, if I'm not catatonic at the end, we'll go soon through some of them. Okay. I will read two of them as a teaser. So, the first one, there are rivers that flow for hundreds of miles toward the level of the sea without falling more than a few feet, notably the Nile, which in a thousand miles falls but a foot. 
A level expanse of this extent is quite incompatible with the idea of the Earth's convexity or curvedness. It is therefore a reasonable proof that the Earth is not a globe. My okay. first thought was citation needed. Yes, <laughs> and you know that it would walk a thousand miles if it could just see you yeah, tonight. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Well, uh, the last one. Sorry. Oh no, no. no I, I okay. think this yeah. is a very appropriate Ooh, place. Yes, for us to throw in our ad for this week because. Uh, due to our being uh, somewhat fixated on the flat earth or concavity here this evening, uh, okay. we are sponsored by Circle Space. Do you know, it's hard to put your best foot forward with your shoes tied together. That principle is something Circle Space absolutely understands, and they want to be your strong support for the three-legged race that is electronic commerce. When it comes to creating your website, don't hop around like an imbecile with your shoelaces entangled. Get a leg up from some people who want to win that race just as badly as you do. Naturally, we're talking about our compatriots at Circle Space. From crafting websites and online stores to providing marketing tools, analytics, and occasionally profiting from the grim reality that your new unique dream is just a pie-in-the-sky whimsy that'll lead you to financial ruin, Circle Space is the all-in-one platform to help build a bountiful online presence, propel your own project across this flat earth, or effectively run your business. With Circle Space, you can choose from an array of templates created by world-class designers, as well as from an absurd jumble of images and code from a collective of college programming also-rans who didn't have the dedication to hack it in electronic extortion like the best of us. And for disinformed podcast listeners, if you use the offer code IDIOT at checkout at circlespace.net to get 84.5% off your first fortnight of your very own living website. It's an exploding offer, so act fast before we all fly off the cliff at the end of the world. That offer code is IDIOT at checkout for 84.566572.3% off your subscription to Circle Space. Circle Space. Maybe you can? So thank you very I'm much, sold. Circle Space, for sponsoring. And we are going to get our own website designed through Circle Space. We will have to see it from a distance of six miles, though, because Spin we won't be right able to actually be able to find it. <laughs> right round, like a record. So right I will end with the last teaser for the proof, and I think you guys would find this funny. I also wrote a counterpoint to that proof. Okay. You um, have to dig it out, right? A little. Because the proof's in the pudding. Yeah, just a little. Okay, good. I also have, well, I have to mix it a little bit because well, of, it's separating. Steer it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if the Earth were a globe, a small model globe would be the very best because the truest thing for the navigator to take to see with him. Literally, this is word for word what is written. So I. Okay. Yes. But such a thing as that is not known. With such a toy as a guide, the mariner would wreck his ship of a certainty. Exclamation point, comma. This is a proof that Earth is not a globe. What? Has anyone used a compass before? Because they had some that have a circle that whirls around. So my, I, I took that logic, okay. and I turned it on its head for shits and giggles. Do it. Okay. If the Earth were phallus-shaped, a small model dildo would be the very best, because the truest thing for the navigator to take to sea with him. Plus, it'd help him out on lonely nights. Mm-hmm. Okay? But such a remarkable dildo such as that is not known. With such a toy as a guide, the mariner would definitely wreck his ship. That is certain. And his prostate. Yeah, if he's doing or both her prostate, or their prostate, <laughs> got, or yeah. our prostate, or yeah, can't say your dildo. Have to say it's a, a dildo. dildo. Yes, true. But yes, so those are just two 
teasers for next next time. Hey, picture it didn't happen. <sighs> yeah. I think I might try and translate them so that they are they make sense. You're going to translate them to German, right? Yes. And I will just okay. yell angrily. How much mic. worse is this going to get? I don't know. Are really any don't. of these things refuted by Hannah Montana? I think so. Okay. Only Billy, in the movie. How about Billy Ray? Not in her show. Okay. Wow. Is, is Hannah Montana a truther? No, Hannah Montana is one of our recurring characters, if you don't remember, uh, from our most recent episodes. On uh, homeopathic. Uh, the, the homeopathic. <laughs> <laughs> homeopathy uh uh, the the gentleman was heineman and i kept saying hannah montana okay cut all this so the one lie that you guys missed i should have explained a little more detail the one so so the atmospheric well i gave you the other one because i I wanted to drain the hope from you guys that he could be saved um no he as far as i know he died a flat earther god um When I described atmospheric refraction, I said that light is kind of curved because it reflects off the end of the atmosphere and comes back. Okay. I should have explained I, I, a little bit more. I simply may not have been listening. Yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> it, It's the old science class uh, bit where I hear the first three words and then it goes, no, no, I, I actually yeah. got what we refer to as the Krispy Kreme look. My eyes were definitely glazed over <laughs> at that point. So... so Atmospheric refraction is essentially the idea that because the atmosphere is in a set density from up to bottom, you know, it gets less dense the higher up you go. When you're going through different densities, it refracts light, so it bends it. So picture looking into a pool, and or even like a little bucket of water or something. How seeing how your finger the pencil, in the yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks I like gotcha. a, your fingers snapped in half or something yeah. like that. It's Got that, it. but it's just the air instead it's because it's at gases in the atmosphere and all that yeah 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 yeah. so the different densities or whatever moves the light so it reflects it down so that's why you can see theoretically further than you should okay and anyone who's done an alabama hot box will tell you that you know warm air rises roll tide please do tell what's uh alabama hot box it's you, you know you fart under the covers and then force the person's head under Dutch oven. No, it's the Alabama hot box. You got to do that to your sister. She'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my sister got brought into this. Why not my wife? Well, because the uh, same unless oh, okay, yeah, I was gonna say I had to. You know, you gotta gotta verify that. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, I feel as though we're we're starting to spiral a bit, which is unfortunate since the Earth is flat. Well, um, the Earth is actually a flat spiral or concave or a tight butthole. Uh, Why not all puckered? Oh, go puck yourself. <laughs> Anywho, I think that is going to conclude it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, I think my brain's dying. We've been knocked out just like the uh, pugilistic panda. Uh, and uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us here and, and letting us, you know, gab at you a bit. I also realize in the course of these recordings, I've just completely given up explaining the show. So I think we've we've kind of conceded the point. If you I don't know what's going through. on now, uh, you know, you, you're probably, unfortunately, starting at the wrong spot. And you should start over. Go back maybe to the reconsider start. your life. Why the fuck are you doing this? You no, know, don't listen. Kind of no, don't, don't consider your life because they might stop listening. No, please listen. No, Love don't us. Consider, Show us don't all think, the love. Don't think. Just hit next. Yes. Don't hit subscribe. To. Yeah. Hit subscribe. Give us the stars. Reverse give us the likes. Unfollow. Uh, report us. <laughs> uh, you're fired, John. What?
<laughs> so you can find us all the places disreputable podcasts are available. So you know, find us at your favorite uh, podcast application and uh, check us out there. If you want to uh, see more of our crazy nonsense, you can find us at Instagram at Disinformed Podcast. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash disinformed podcast, and we're hitting the Twitters at Disinformed Pod. Uh, that is going to do it for. Sorry, I am like at the point where I'm being gagged by my own phlegm, which is the title of your sex tape. Don't let your phlegm uh, steal my job. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> uh, we we hope that you've enjoyed uh, hanging out with us, everybody. For the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Praise the sun. Thank you for coming, folks. Don't worry. It's going to run off the end of the earth anyway. Bump.